Hello and welcome. I'm Mustafa Abdul-Muhith, a third-year internal medicine resident here at Dell Medical School at the University of Texas at Austin. And on behalf of my colleagues, Daniel Harrell and Anjim Korshid, I'm excited to share how we can improve transitions of patient care with the use of blockchain applications for patient identity management. So transitions of care are an integral part of how our healthcare is delivered and require timely coordination amongst different groups and providers. In a majority of cases, after a patient receives medical care from a facility, they return home with, at best, a summary of their care. Additional details that are accurate and trustworthy must be transmitted to any subsequent facilities in order for the patient to have their prior plan incorporated into further care. This transmission of information is an area that can be significantly optimized in our practice of medicine here in the States. In our current healthcare ecosystem, electronic medical records are created, maintained, and stored across multiple isolated hospitals and healthcare providers, creating a major problem with interoperability. When medical information is needed to be transmitted, it is usually done so by mail, fax, and oftentimes by the patient themselves who carry their own records across many different providers because those providers don't have electronic medical records that can communicate with each other. The more recent development of health information exchanges has mitigated some of the issues with fragmentation but ultimately fail to address the underlying problem of data siloing. This lack of interoperability leads to unnecessary administrative burden, duplication of services, poor care coordination, and lack of patient control over their own medical data, making the experience of receiving healthcare oftentimes quite frustrating. As you may know, blockchain technology has the potential to bridge the interoperability gap. It has special potential in healthcare due to the fact that it is secure and distributed with a shared source of accurate information. It can be transparent and confidential in regards to managing data sharing and permission control respectively. It has aspects of automation that can relieve the administrative burden of practicing modern healthcare. Our multidisciplinary team set out to develop a blockchain application, MediLinker, to form a patient-centric health identity management solution and to evaluate the utility of such technology in transitions of care. MediLinker is a blockchain application that is based on the concept of decentralized trusted identity, which relies on the creation and storage of verified credentials that contain aspects of patient data. Traditionally, patients have had to carry with them a variety of different documents across all of the different medical providers that they visit, which is not only burdensome, but also opens the doors to increased errors and delays. In my clinic, I've had patients come to me with incorrect medication lists, notes from other providers that were outdated, and diagnoses whose origins were unknown. Many times, 
this information caused additional confusion and increased the burden of healthcare delivery. With Medilinker, patients have the ability to use verifiable credentials in conjunction with their Medilinker digital wallet to seamlessly share pertinent updated healthcare data over a trusted healthcare network. Example of data that can be shared in our current model includes patients' demographic information, insurance, medications, credit card, consent to research, and medical power of attorney, or MPOA designation. Here we review the workflow of patient enrollment using Medilinker. <clears throat> in this example, our patient Alice goes to her primary care provider and uses her smartphone with the Medilinker app to make a connection with the clinic with the help of an easy to use QR code. She can then create her electronic ID by validating it, for example, against a government issued ID at, at that clinic. Once the identity or credential has been verified at the clinic and is issued on the blockchain network, this information can then be used at other participating clinics without the need for Alice to carry all of her documentation with her. Here we show how the process of enrolling at a second clinic would look like once Alice has had the opportunity to complete an initial enrollment with Medilinker. After establishing a connection with this new clinic, she can easily share her healthcare data, which can be trusted as it was verified on the blockchain network, thus simplifying her transition of care. We wanted to evaluate the effectiveness of Medilinker in handling the key tasks required for a simple transition of care through a simulation. These tasks included the creation of verifiable credentials, sharing and revocation of said credentials, updating healthcare information, and assigning a medical decision maker or an MPOA. In total, we evaluated seven unique activities across five different locations in the set of use case testing. We also surveyed the participants about the usability of Medilinker and their perceptions of online health data storage. We had 20 participants simulate 20 separate patient use cases at four different virtual clinic sites and a virtual research center over a four week period, all of which was conducted over Zoom. The patient use cases that the participant played out covered a wide range of patient backgrounds and ages with a diversity of medical needs. Each participant was provided with artificial healthcare data and was tasked with the creation of verifiable credentials that they had to use across the healthcare sites with Medilinker. Throughout the simulation, we measured the ability of Medilinker to complete various tasks and examined the accuracy of the healthcare data. Through these use case testing scenarios, we were able to observe how various institutions, both medical and non-medical, were able to issue verifiable credentials, which could then be shared or revoked across the trusted network at the discretion of the patient. In this manner, we simulated a primitive healthcare ecosystem, one in which a variety of institutions would be interacting with each other through the patient.
This is a stark contrast to how these interactions occur currently. As healthcare information represented by verifiable credentials in our simulation would naturally be fragmented across institutions in the real world. For example, in this simulated healthcare ecosystem, information that would be at a clinic would not necessarily be available at a research enrollment center. And thus, you would need a duplication of services, for example, the patient filling out a form, for that information to be transmitted. After the simulation was completed, we found that 100% of participants were able to successfully create their verifiable credentials. And the five cases that were assigned to be a medical power of attorney were able to do so as well. This means that the individuals who are assigned to be a medical power of attorney were able to make medical decisions on behalf of another individual. All participants were able to successfully connect with and share their credentials with the five sites, meaning that their healthcare data was successfully transitioned across five discrete providers. Additionally, all participants successfully provided consent for research enrollment and were able to revoke their data from desired sites according to their use cases. In regards to data accuracy, we found that there was slightly over 90% accuracy across all verifiable credentials at the end of our simulation. We found that all errors were due to mistakes with human data entry. For context, prior iterations of MediLinker, which relied more heavily on patient-led input rather than provider-led credentialing, had a data accuracy of about 40%. When examining our survey results, it is important to note the demographics of our participants. We had an approximately 80% response rate, and all participants had at least an undergraduate level of education, with many being at the graduate level of training. Pre-simulation, we found that all of our participants were comfortable, or very comfortable, using mobile phones. In regards to comfortability with security of online medical data, only 25% of participants said that they felt comfortable. 50% of participants were nervous about having their medical data online due to security concerns. Interestingly, about 50% of our participants stated that they themselves, a friend or a relative, had experienced a data breach. About 60% of participants already had experience sharing medical data online via a portal or a mobile application. Post-simulation, we found that participant comfortability with the security of medical data online had improved. Now, 40% of participants indicated that they were comfortable with security of medical data online, while the remaining 60% were neutral. And none of the participants indicated that they felt nervous or very nervous. In regards to comfortability using and manipulating verifiable credentials with MediLinker, all of the participants indicated that they felt very comfortable or comfortable with these tasks. When asked what the perceived comfortability of these tasks would be for the persona or the patient use case that the participants were enacting, about 5% 
thought that the patients would be able to complete the tasks or were neutral, while 20% thought that the patients would be nervous about completing these tasks. The remaining 75% thought that the patients would be comfortable, are very comfortable with the process. Additionally, post-simulation, we found that 85% of participants stated that they felt more in control of their medical data using MediLinker, while the remaining 15% said that it did not improve their sense of control over their medical data. After our analysis and review of the simulation, we came to some key conclusions. First, MediLinker was able to perform the key tasks that supported a basic patient-centric transitions of care by improving interoperability, which provides a foundation for high-value care delivery. We found that our current methodology of data collection was still prone to human error, albeit improved, and that concerns about medical data security were alleviated with increased exposure and education about online medical tools. Additionally, we found that blockchain solutions empower user-led data control, which may, lead, which may lead to increased satisfaction and engagement with medical care. The use of MediLinker also has great potential to provide more equitable care. Not all individuals have the socioeconomic resources or the knowledge base to coordinate and manage their healthcare in a system that does not support interoperability. This fragmentation of our healthcare only compounds the problem that some of our patients face. By improving interoperability and operating through a basic smartphone, an accessible device for the majority of individuals, blockchain solutions allow both patients and providers to streamline care and to ensure that patients can receive the care that they need regardless of their backgrounds. As a physician, I am only able to provide excellent medical care if my patients themselves are invested in their health and trust the care that they receive. Ultimately, blockchain solutions have great potential for healthcare and future work in this field will require an interdisciplinary approach to address the unique challenges of our modern day healthcare ecosystem. With that being said, I am excited to see what the future holds. Special thanks to the Design Institute for Health for their transitions of care research and to the University of Texas Blockchain Initiative for their funding and support. For any outstanding questions or clarifications, please feel free to email me at mustafa.abdulmuhith at austin.utexas.edu. Thank you all for your kind attention and I hope you enjoy the rest of the symposium.